Looking for a movie that has constant high action? Giant beasts that ravage through villages in a vast, beautiful world where villagers team up and conquer monsters? Well, then this movie may not be for you. This week, we watched the 2020 video game movie adaptation of Monster Hunter. Rawr. That was a cover of Cornerstone of the New World from Monster Hunter World by Furtick. I'm Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Edgington. And this is 8-Bit Movie Review, the podcast where we watch movies and series based on video games. And today with us is special guest Rich Clancy from the Nerd Entertainment Hub podcast. I don't know why I paused there, Rich. How's it going, buddy? Oh, it is... uh... It is going. I, I had to watch this movie. Well, I had to watch this movie, okay? Because I'm a huge fan, right? Of Monster Hunter. That's why you're here. Movie. <laughs> but we will probably get right into that. Now, first, before we ask you, Rich, I'm going to ask Josh because Josh has not played any of the games and knows, I would say, fairly little, unless I'm wrong, Josh. Uh, what were your thoughts going into this before you watched the movie? Um, I kind of knew about giant monsters, and I knew that there was very almost primitive weapons, but giant versions of them used. So that's all my expectations. Giant things and hunting monsters. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) And how much of what you just said was actually in that movie? I mean, two of the three things were pretty prevalent. Giant monsters and giant weapons and yeah, it's very little monster hunting. A lot of being hunted by monsters, but not as much like we got to hunt that fucking monster. Yeah, they should have called it monster hunted. Yes. <laughs> hunted, <laughs> hunted by monsters. Or yes. run away from monsters. That was <laughs> yeah. my pitch. Yeah. I mean, that's not to say that there wasn't anything positive about this movie because i did find a few things that were pretty positive i think some of the scenery was pretty good like a a lot of the overhead shots with the desert and some of the landscapes there was even an incredibly gross awesome part that i loved but we'll get to that i felt like there was too much desert in this movie if you ask me Because Monster Hunter World, I just recently started playing it. I'm not much of an avid player as Rich, who has fucking helped me so much in that game. (laughs) Because really playing it by yourself, I feel like you're not going to get much done. But the the world is amazing. It's beautiful. The landscapes they have in this game are amazing. And I did not see much. I barely saw that in this movie. Yeah, I felt like if it um, took place more in that, like... um like grove that they found in like the third act where like the water and so if, if it took place somewhere like that probably would have been much cooler as, as opposed to just like a barren desert wasteland. I actually have a note where I was like, I think it was an hour and six minutes. I was like, yep, finally, this looks like monster hunter. I know. <laughs> 
Uh, ha- you've played a little bit, Andrew, obviously, with me. <clears throat> Josh, you said you haven't played, really? No. No, I've seen uh-huh. some gameplay. I did watch um, when the movie tie-in for this movie was added as, like I think, like an update for the game. Oh, the quest, yeah. Yeah, so I did see some of that. Um, yep. But other than that, I've really only seen, like, you know, a little bit of gameplay of just, like... M- a couple people teaming up to fight like a giant monster type thing. It just reminded me of any other, like almost like MMORPG where it's like, like FF 14 or something Uh where it's just like you and your friends fighting like something for three hours kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's like that. I mean, the game is essentially uh, team-based cooperative raid bosses. I mean, you boil it right down to that and that's an accurate statement. Uh, It's a very highly technical skill set required to not to get into it but to master it there's lots of uh nuances to the uh, i think 14 different types of weapons throughout the game and um i really love this game these games because actually this game monster hunter there's so many is a sony classic has been around uh since the early playstation days um i myself not quite a veteran um, I suppose you could call me more of an intermediate. Uh, I started playing uh, on the like 2013-14 on the 3DS. So that was my entry <clears throat> into the series. My friends and I, we were looking for a multiplayer game. We all had Smash Bros. on our 3DSs. That's the main purpose for them really at the time, I guess yeah. you could say. And we discovered Monster Hunter 4 uh, Ultimate, fell into it, Never looked back since. Now I've got probably over, well over a thousand hours into the uh, all the games, uh, including Generations, which came after it, and Monster Hunter World, which I probably have the most time on. But isn't there like a multi- isn't there like a new mobile game coming out soon, Monster Hunter World or something like that? I or? think you're thinking oh, on of the, the one Switch. For Switch? Actually, oh, Switch. Okay. Today, um, Monster Hunter Rise, the newest entry into the series, That's came what out. I was thinking. That's Perfect I timing. I, I, I know. I meant that actually, everybody listening. My surprise was completely fake. I, I didn't accidentally plan that. I totally so, You know, uh, I've got a lot of love for the series. Um, I've mastered several weapons. My friends and I have lots of great memories playing this game. So needless to say, my expectations were high for this movie. Well, I, I was I was telling Josh that a couple of your friends that I'm friends with on like uh, social networks uh, seemed very disappointed in this movie, and I think that's the all around review of it. Um, you know, you did mention largely about how this is a team building game, when in this movie it mainly just Mila's character was the sole survivor or only person that can really take on a monster the one thing that i felt they could have done was maybe explain why these high like capacity military weapons have no effect on these monsters where just a dagger seems to just absolutely fucking destroy them and i'm sure there's some explanation there has to be but yeah well it's there's magic involved. oh <laughs> see they could have just said that 
But they they didn't even say that. No, they they did not. They chose not to. Yeah. No, they just were like, "Oh yeah, your swords are on fire," but we're not gonna we're not gonna explain that. Like why yeah. that happens. Yeah, they had the one throwaway thing where she is doing it for the first time in that you know rocky training montage on a mountain, and she's like, "Why didn't you tell me that was gonna happen?" And he's like, "Ha I can't speak English." And so was the audience. The audience was also saying, "Why didn't you tell us that was gonna happen?" And why? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and did I say I had high expectations for this movie? Because I really meant hopes. Because I was going to say, you that's where you fucked up, man. This I is had a video some game movie. Low <laughs> you expectations. Have, you have no expectations in any <laughs> video game movie. Josh and I have learned that lesson mm. very well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it, it, it hit the notes right on a few small highlighted parts um, for me, um, but uh, too far and. Too few in between, really. And you, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Rich, and we're going to start breaking down the movie, but I feel like it only scratched like 10% of the game. Yeah, I mean, um, oh, there was so much potential here, and in some areas, yes, they got it uh, right, but um, I get the sense that, you know, maybe it was just the plot. no it didn't vibe with me the plot you know what that was my biggest issue too was the plot (laughs) or lack thereof perhaps (laughs) now before we jump into it one question i did have at least the monsters that they introduce and then think the names they used is that accurate to the game yes okay faithfully accurate good um it gets a point but uh and I won't, I won't say it now, but there's a reason why it's not enough. Well, before we hop into it, the summary of the movie is when Lieutenant Artemis and her loyal soldiers are transported from our world. Hold on, I'm going to wait for people to stop screaming in front of my apartment. Well, it is Friday. Yeah. In downtown Lowell. Here's somebody being like, oh, come on, come on, baby. And people started getting vaccine shots like... A couple weeks ago, so now everyone's just out and about with no masks, drunk in the streets. And these people are probably not the ones with vaccine shots either. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely not. Let's go on the streets with the mics. Be like, sir, what did you think of Monster Hunter with Mila Jovovich and Tony Ja? Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm trying to yell at my wife in the streets. <laughs> They're seriously like in the doorway. All right. <clears throat> When Lieutenant Artemis and her loyal soldiers are transported from our world to a new one, the unflappable lieutenant receives. It says unflappable. The unflappable lieutenant receives the shock of her life in a desperate battle for survival against enormous enemies with incredible powers and unstoppable, uh, terrifying attacks. Artemis teams up with a mysterious hunter who has found a way to fight back. There's so much. There's so much wrong with the synopsis <laughs> of this movie because it is this is one of the shallowest movies I've ever. Oh yeah, isn't the isn't the basis of like the game just hunt some fucking monsters? Yeah, there is a uh, society of people uh, that have built their uh, economy and world around exclusively hunting these creatures, and they've got it figured out. 
They're, you know, like I said, their entire way of life, the clothes that they wear, the weapons that they use, they're all made of monster parts. So it's deeply ingrained into the society of, of these people. <clears throat> that makes sense. If it's I not see- this one guy who yeah. figured out how to. Who looks exactly one of the like one of the NPC characters. Yeah, he does. A lot of them yep. look like the um, like there's a good portion of characters that look like the NPC characters. But I feel like and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Rich, but I felt like they looked way too cosplay. Yeah, which um, to some extent you want to hit that because it is almost like that over the top final fantasy type of style yes but there's a bit of an uncanny valley with it i guess like they kind of hit it right i know what they're going for but like okay let me just give you an example ron perlman all all dressed up with the crazy hair and everything like that it's like yes that was the style that they were going for but ron kind of wasted ron perlman (laughs) <laughs> he couldn't even be bothered to learn the fake language they were coming up with. He's just like, no, I speak I English. I speak English. <laughs> Fuck you. I-, I was telling Josh that he was definitely like, oh, you want me to speak this fake language? Oh, no, I'm I'm not going to speak this fake language. Like, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> that's not happening. I'm not doing it. I speak English. So then we would get like dialogue of what's going on thir- in the last 20 minutes of the movie in English. The uh the whole language barrier uh thing I think was only played up to get twenty minutes of filler into the movie. That's it exactly didn't even what it was. It. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. And I, I really I really hate that cheesy trope oh, yeah. where it's like, Oh, we have two characters that don't speak the same language, but somehow Oh, but they figure it out. Oh, they uh, figure it out. They somehow. figure it out. Yeah, now they're high fiving and what? talking about chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. No more chocolate. Ugh, shut up. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to say real quick, um, before I actually have to step outside and tell these people to fucking move. <laughs> um, you're telling me that that fucking chocolate bar, and I know we're going to get to it when we start to break down the movie, did not melt in her pocket with everything that was going on? Oh, when she was unconscious in the desert? Yeah. Even already in, in the regular world in the desert. And she crashed like <laughs> in a truck and went through a fucking electrical storm. And yeah. No. Shut up, and, Andrew, uh, with your logic. For that matter, the what was up with the product placement? Jeez, oh, my God. Hard. Oh, my God. Definitely. Hold really on hard. I'm going to hold on a second. I'll release that, but hold on a second. I got to tell these people to move because they're not moving. Yeah, tell them to. Telling right. friends of mine. I can't wait till we have to go fight. Uh, I'm on a call with the president of the United States right now, and um, you know, trying to get vaccines rolled out to everybody here. I got a vaccine in here for you if you just keep keep <laughs> it down. So I kind of want to play this game, but I don't want to watch this movie ever again. Oh yeah, ever definitely again. play the game. The game is fun to watch because of the cats. In fact, if you have a Switch, maybe pick up the uh, the new one. Yeah. So I, I took care of them, Rich. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put the boots to them. I knew one of them. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. yeah. the only reason that went well. <laughs> they were completely cool. They were like, you didn't hear us talking about cum, and I was like, we talk about cum all the time, so it's fine. <laughs> it's a cum podcast. <laughs> it's a cum. Well, you even said, what kind of podcast is that? Can I get in, in on it? <laughs> A <laughs> hundred loads, a hundred episodes. Oh, God. 
A hundred loads, a hundred bros. Damn, dude. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you guys are right. Product placement in this movie was ridiculous. Coca-Cola and Hershey's. Man, the big ones, right? But we'll get back to that chocolate bar because you know what? Hey, Josh, how about you open up this movie for us? Oh, God. Cool. Um, so we open on some exposition. We have Ron Perlman, a.k.a. Hellboy, uh, sailing a pirate ship through the sand as they're being attacked by Diablos. Now, Which is that cool? in the game? By the way, the sand ships. Yes, that's a faithful thing. And okay. It was cool. Seemed stupid to me, but if it's faithful, I'll give it a point. <laughs> it was just barely in the movie. That was the only thing that sucked. Yeah. So basically they get attacked by Diablos. And I'm going to say it like that the entire rest of the movie. Maybe and then a little guitar interlude. Yeah. <laughs> Diablos. Then Tony Ja gets knocked out of the ship. And uh, yeah, then he's just kind of left there. <laughs> They just don't go back for him. And uh, now we're in modern times. And there's some military people. They're searching for Delta Squad. And uh, they don't find them. They find their tracks. And then they find a random soup storm. With all these crazy runes everywhere. And then they get warped to Monster Hunterland. That's the one word, right? Monster Hunterland. Hunterland. Yeah, Hunterland. Um, yeah, and then those people don't last much longer. <laughs> Except Mila Jovovich <laughs> just gets fucking killed real quick. I, I want to say something about this beginning. First, yeah. they like, like, one, Josh, were you getting Doom vibes when we were hearing everybody's name? Oh, God, yeah. Like, that we got Axe. I think one was nicknamed Buckshot. And then we got Link, Dash, and then... Why don't yeah, you just think... be called, like, Corpse and uh, Collateral Damage and... <laughs> we're, we're spo- it's like this is... They're trying to be a believable squad of... Yeah. And it was not at all. No. They had no, no. charisma. These people acted like they'd never spoken to each other in their entire <laughs> lives. One was listening to, like... One was like practically our age and listening to the oldest mu- music in the world. Like, I think it was George Jones he was listening to or something like that. I was like, that makes no sense. And then we had a guy named Steeler, which, what the fuck was his accent? Was it Southern? Was it British? Because I couldn't fucking tell. Then we had the sniper guy, Link, who's played by rapper T.I. Cool. Just another. <laughs> Really out of the park casting choice, which was in- entirely wasted soon after he was introduced. Nice. Although I will say that Link is a part of that insanely awesome, gross scene that I really liked in this movie. And that was the only scene I liked. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's cool. And then it ended and I was like, oh. So, the like, first I just want to say also... The fact that they thought that... Hold on a second. Arya! Okay. Um, the one thing that I felt like was... Like, when they... The storm, they were like, we don't want to drive into that storm because, you know, the hostiles might be using some sort of weapon and be behind that storm. What Are you fucking kidding me? 
you're in the military. Have you ever seen any kind of fucking weapon where <laughs> the enemy has like storm shit and is yeah. hiding behind it? And how generic can you get like of a setup here? It's just like, oops, transported to a new world. And it's like, I don't even care. Yeah, it's just the Wizard of Oz. It's like, oh, yeah. tornado took you to fucking Neverland or wherever the hell that is. <laughs> it's yeah, like, oh, now you're in Monster Hunter Land. Meaningful exposition and setup. <laughs> True, because it went from black and white to color. Yeah. And that was groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> this movie went from sand to sand. <laughs> it did. Oh my god. It 100% did. Oh my god. Yeah. Here's what I will give this movie points for. Tony Ja. He's awesome. Highly underutilized in this movie. Give him some like blade boots so he can do his crazy kick shit that he's known internationally for. He's not a bow and arrow guy. But that's the thing, though. That's the thing. Like, you know, in this game, yeah, they're supposed to have their particular skills. But the fact that he was doing karate bullshit and that's not in the game. You don't do like karate. There's zero hand to hand. He's doing like spins and flips just so he could like knock an arrow. It's like you don't need you're not Hawkeye who needs to like put the arrow (laughs) around his head to like do a special cool pose. It's like you don't need that. Just shoot your giant arrow. Yeah. And that was like half the movie of him just honestly half of the movie was just Tony John uh Mila fighting each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. They fought each other more than they did the monsters. It, it completely took you out. It immediately de-immersed me. You know what de-immersed me is that he was a hermit in the desert and he had fucking white ass teeth. <laughs> he's eaten green moss off of cave walls, but he's got like crests and colgate fucking toothpaste just chilling <laughs> he's got like he can teeth whitening procedures he can do in some other cave yep that's the secret sponsor of the movie nice you know what i didn't like was fucking mila carrying a fucking ring in a tic-tac box and they just an altoid box i'm sorry oh yeah and not which me. went which good thing when it paid no off oh wait it didn't pay yeah. off whatsoever <laughs> Way to set something up for zero payoff. Because <laughs> that's needless. Remember how panicked she was? They focused more on that non melted Hershey bar than they did that fucking ring. Yeah, there was a lot of things that didn't pay off in this movie very well. Um, the whole continuously showing us that the Rathalos can turn sand into glass because that's how hot his flame breath is. And then when it's like used on a person, it just looks like every dumb fire stunt that's ever been done where they're just like, oh, I'm in my flame retardant suit. Uh, (laughs) You should be dust, motherfucker. It should be like that Game of Thrones episode, Spoils of War, where the dragon hits them and they're immediately dust. That's what that means. When you try to set it up, it's like sand to glass, insta dust. But no. So as Josh mentioned, you know, the team gets... teleported to this other dimension they run into the diablos which they crank all their ammo into and oh by the way oh yeah we get like three car flip slow motion scenes at the beginning of this movie 
with everybody just being propelled in the car. And we get another yeah. one later on. Oh my god, the slow-mo the... was out of control. They love Terrible. those clips. They love those shots. Just stop uh, do once, maybe. Inside a truck, inside a plane, <laughs> flipping, slow motion, everyone banging all over the place. I'm watching they the slow-mo, and I'm like, how, how long is this going to take? We're, we're extending the movie? Is yes. this what we're doing? I was grateful that this movie was not two hours, though. I will say that. Like, when I saw that this was, like, an hour and 40, I'm like, finally, somebody gets it. But no, yeah. this should have been a lot shorter of a movie. Well, here's the thing about the passage of time in this movie. I will make a quick comment on it, and you can get back to the plot. But, like, there are, like, ten in-movie days that pass while they're in this desert biome. And they are getting, they're, they're you know enacting their plan to to hunt the black diablos, and it just takes too long. Too long, but they make it Way seem like long. when they finally get their shit together, it's quick. Yeah, it should have been very quick that they got their shit together, because they should have moved on from that fight and on and seen another monster. Okay. No, <laughs> only one monster per area. Oh, excuse aware, me per fighting montage uh are you aware how many monsters are in the series like three five, oh in the in the series there's there's a ton but in this movie there's six if you count the fucking palico Barely. cat yeah and i don't <laughs> which we there will get are to so him. many hundreds yeah uh <laughs> and i'm like i hope i get to see this one and this one and well. end a movie well, I remember when, uh, and folks, we may have talked to us on a previous episode, Rich and I thought we found a, well, Rich and his friend thought we found <laughs> yeah. a bootleg copy and started watching a movie, and we thought we're about to watch Monster Hunter, but it was Monster Hunter's completely different movie, equally yep. as good as this one. and <laughs> Might have been better. All- we should have watched that. I rem- I remember all your friends were like, I hope I see this monster. I hope I see yeah. this monster. I hope I see. You guys were just rambling off monsters. And at this point, I didn't play the game yet. So I'm like, I have no fucking clue what they're talking about. But in this, like, seriously, in talking about the next scene we're about to get into, they bump into the Diablos. And then for the most of the part of the movie, we see the, what are they called? The Apsaros? Yeah, the Apsaros. The spider like the... Those are just like the non-hostile mobs that are like they you know roam around the. What were no? Like what were the, the name of the spider like? Oh, the Nursillas. The Nursillas. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I got it wrong. But so like, that was big monster we, number two, the spider, which we saw for the most of the movie, and took out the whole crew except yeah. Mila, which made no yeah. sense. So the people, so are are. Our military group goes to a cave, and Mila's, like, telling Dash to shut the fuck up because she's freaking out, and then gets impaled by one of these spider creatures. Mm-hmm. And then they all get, like, taken down by them, but Mila lives. She even also gets wrapped up like they do, and all of them that are wrapped up are dead. Why is Mila still alive? Well, she doesn't get impaled. She just gets stung. With, like, their poison, whatever. Yep. Or, like, sleep shit, because eventually they use that to put the Diablos to sleep or stun it, whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, is those things are just eating people and eviscerating them. But her, they run back her, run right by her limp body, and then she 
wakes up in some pod that she breaks out of, which was cool. I did like the like insanely gross aspect to that. Um, but that's just not enough of that. You know, I want I want more when something's good in a bad movie, and that immediately sets the bar a little bit higher. And then the rest of the movie just kind of fails to meet that. And and Rich can correct me if I'm wrong on this one, but I feel like the big thing about Monster Hunter is is each monster has a different way of doing things. They have different like personalities, and you got to figure them out in order to take them down. And I felt like oh, yeah. these characters these monsters were we saw them lay eggs on one character which i will let josh talk about because he's oh, yeah. been dying to talk about this part uh wrap one of them in a cocoon and then also one of them just ate one of them so it's like what do these creatures do do they wrap them up in a cocoon and eat them later or do they eat them immediately and by the way the gore was okay but they did a lot of the We'll show just the legs, and then we will barely see the person getting eaten. Mm-hmm. There was like barely any blood in this. Yeah, I mean, I got a, I got an aliens vibe from that part, which is cool, you know, because we find the dude in the pod, um, and he's unresponsive. She starts seeing all the, her different, you know, team members in these different pods all dead. Then she meets up with Ti, and she's like, "I'm gonna get you out of here," and he's like, "Damn, my chest hurts." and then we see an absolutely awesome but disgusting scene where he has like sacks all over his body and they explode into spiders that start like eating him and i was like that's fucking pretty cool i got nauseous i got so fucking nauseous at that part good that means it's effective but then the rest of the movie sucked so (laughs) they so in the first act killed everybody uh but her and it was just such an, uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to do that dwindling of the team down to one, maybe spread it out a little bit more. Spread it out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, spread I mean, it out. You, you you take any interactions that they had in any character built, like development between them, and you make it useless yeah. and non-existent anymore. It's because they wanted so. to fast lane us into the odd couple thing with her and Tony Ja. That's what they wanted to do. Which right. only got the name hunter but everybody that disappeared within the first 10 minutes of the movie each got a fucking name yeah he could say chocolate he can say my name hunter man (laughs) like i don't know (laughs) honestly this made-up language thing i i would have been more pleased with it if they just did japanese i mean because like yeah let's be honest it's it's actually what ip i wanted to ask you how you felt about that yeah that would have done it, I think, a little bit more. I mean, I I, th- I think they probably thought about that, and they were like, "Well, we just it's, we don't know how to appeal to American audiences if we do that." But whatever. How you, know, how you, I, I how do you know appeal? This. Okay, go ahead. I do know this about the movie, and it's part of the reason why parts of it, and I say parts of it loosely because those parts are very few. Um, but they had on-site consultants from people. You know, much like they did in Detective Pikachu, they had people from the game. You know, the were uh, they asleep the whole time that they were? No, they were just standing movie? in the corner, shaking their head. No, <laughs> they're just like no, no. They did. No. They they made sure they were pronouncing the names right. They made sure that they looked accurate and behaved accurate. So, I mean, I do give points for that. Um, but yeah, that language thing that was shoehorned in. Yeah. See, if you wanted to appeal to American audiences. 
uh, give us the subtitles the whole fucking movie as opposed to when Ron <laughs> yeah. Perlman's character is introduced and then we start understanding the foreign language because it just said foreign language being spoke the entire movie <laughs> and I'm like fuck okay. you <laughs> yeah. I get later it is. they add subtitles yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and, well, and there, just for there's Ron not much per- to say about the next 50 minutes because it's it's again nothing happens yeah i did think he lived in a pretty terrible cave every night there's just hundreds of spider monsters trying to break in and he's just like ah time to sleep i'm so cozy he's the guy that fell off the boat right and he's stranded essentially right yeah and this is no one came back for him this is how they form their camaraderie right like they're both stranded and and like I thought it was uh now we'll get to it because I guess we do have to stick to the formula and break down to it so a little bit, but like so Mila ends up escaping these fucking spider creatures mm-hmm. and he's outside. She well, she's outside and she's Lucky looks for at her that, that they can't go in sunlight. Yeah, but Not come kidding. on. They couldn't just like spit a web at her and just pull her in. Like No, shut up, Andrew. <laughs> Well, another real quick non-canon thing is that there's like hundreds of tiny ones. That's not that was never was a thing. Like there's you always fight one big spider. Yeah. Okay, that's the, that's the Nursilla. Yeah, but. yeah, I was wondering why there was like so many of them. And again, I feel like that's where the fucking CGI budget went. All those oh, fucking gosh. spiders. Oh yeah. Uh this is where they are like looking at the available assets to them and they're trying to figure out the movie and they're like, well, I know it's not like exactly the, the game, but we're going to just do it anyways because we need to advance the plot. Yeah, they just needed an excuse to kill off all of the other characters except for Mila Jovovich. That's mm-hmm. basically what it boils down to. Yeah, because those, char- those monsters, they just, kept, <laughs> they just kept using the same scene with them like... uh at the front of the cave just being like oh shit we can't get out the sun like yeah yeah if they were in more of the movie they would have had to pay them more or like make like an action figure for them but they just like no <laughs> oh, fuck <yeah>. you <laughs> uh, it would be cool to get one where he's like uh bursting with spider eggs or something. yeah <laughs> okay well they can't sell that because that character's name is link and they'll get sued by fucking legend of zelda <laughs> <laughs> they don't even explain their their names they're like nope. these are military names yeah he was nope. a sniper what the fuck does link have to do with sniping like he links the bullets <laughs> long range into people's heads or something like what the fuck is that it wouldn't funny if when he was zooming like it showed him with the scope he just went that's just maybe why they call him link i don't know but then this next scene, like, Rich is completely right. There's really not much else to talk about because the rest of the movie is because... feels like a setup. Tony Jones. Yeah. Like, it just seemed like the Hunter character was helping Mila's character out. Then all of a sudden he captures her and it's just them for, like, 40 minutes fighting each other when it's like, why? Why? I, I, re- I don't remember any really hostile people within the game from what I know when I from playing but it just doesn't they were fighting because it's the whole clash of worlds uh theme here yeah now that has never really until recently existed in monster hunter 
They've done a few oh. crossovers. They actually did a Final Fantasy crossover and a Witcher crossover yes. in game oh. in Monster Hunter World. So there's a little bit of a precedent, right, for for this mashup stuff. But this idea of oh, when worlds collide, was so boring. Wait, so you're saying that this is a crossover between Monster Hunter and Resident Evil? And Resident Evil. (laughs) (laughs) She's actually Alice. Wait, (laughs) Artemis, Alice. It's so close. Oh, my God. You know what? This movie's amazing. Where's the zombie dogs? (laughs) Like, I thought that, you know, that. They they really cheaply went for the introduction of the Rapalados. Am I saying that right? The Rapalados. Was just him just doing weird prey shit in front of these fucking statues and weird things with his fingies. Oh, that is another thing. Totally. Where did that come from? What? That stuff he did in like Ong Bak and the Protector. Like he doesn't need to do like his like. Muay Thai kickboxing shit in this movie. It's like you're not kickboxing anyone, dude. If anything, you're He's an archer. less effective. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he he was doing that to those little statues he had of his like I guess wife and kid that he almost killed himself multiple times for. But again, there was really nothing. And he's like rattle dose, and she's like ah oh, chocolate. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. Home. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I think the only thing we really see in this scene is him eating moss and just being like, ooh. Mm, but then he tasty. he did make healing stuff out of it, which you do in the game. Yeah, no. Yeah. The crafting was was there. It was minimal, but it was uh there was a nod to it. There's a lot of nods to, you know, stuff instead of full blown references. They just do nods. Yeah. I also didn't buy them this... fighting. <laughs> like, Tony Ja is not, I mean, he's he wouldn't take any shit from Mila Jovovich. Like, it would be one no. kick and she'd be out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like, it's like you said earlier, there's like, what, 14 weapons you said? Oh, yeah. And they all are very varied and unique. and um... And they barely yeah. have any of them. Not only do they barely have any differing weapons, okay, so I think I saw four to five maybe different types. Um, Not only did they fail to include most of them, okay, they had all of the base level variants of the bone-only weapons, which are boring, okay? When you play this game, the whole point, right, the more monsters you beat and carve stuff off of, the more parts you get that you can form the bigger and better, cooler looking weapons. Um, and everybody, this big squad, right, is just all uh, prancing around with these level one bone swords. And I'm like, I'm not impressed. Yeah, well, when they killed the Rathalos, she took a piece of its hide to drag him through the desert. Yeah, that's kind of the same. No, it's not. Yeah, uh, no, Josh, I mean, that was that was I, the Diablos. You got that wrong, uh, Josh. Yeah, she was, did carve oh, off the no. black Diablos. Yeah. Oh no. I um, fucked up the podcast. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again though, it's like a nod. It's not a Yeah, you know. 
They take the and stinger what... off of the spider to to you know, form a poison arrow, which is cool, I guess. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I guess. Uh, you know, okay, uh, the, the Diablos CGI was pretty tight. Yeah, it looked good. Uh, even though I did get tired good. of seeing him after a long time. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I felt about it. Also, yeah. I thought there was more than one. I, I thought I remembered in that opening clip that there was multiple Diablos attacking that ship. But I guess um, I was wrong. No, probably just the one. one. Yeah. Um, By the way, I wanted to mention about the way the Diablos attacked, where it seemed like he just didn't wasn't out to kill, except that one dude, Steeler, at the beginning, where he perfectly speared him in the back. Like, oh, perfectly he, he with his horn. He gored him right with the horn. Yeah, just perfectly was just like Ooh. i'm like no a beast would just squash that motherfucker he wouldn't sneak up behind him and be like yeah my horn so the diablos is a fun fight by the way and he does do the swimming under the sand business um so yeah it's like cool to watch that play out um but if it had been done in 10 minutes i'd have been like all right Awesome. What's next? Yeah, they also ripped off Tremors with Kevin Bacon by doing that whole let's throw rocks onto the sand to see if the thing comes out. <laughs> and it's like, fuck you. Kevin Bacon did it better, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, because this is actually like a Tremors like crossover. Yeah, so next week we're <laughs> reviewing all of the Tremors movies. <laughs> hey, Tremors is coming back with Kevin Bacon. Good for him. <laughs> So yeah, so everyone, if you haven't seen this movie, for the next 40 minutes of this movie, you just sit there and watch Mila and Tony Zhao, Zhao, whatever, you see them fight and learn about each other, and then finally decide, oh, maybe we should fight this Diablos, and you could teach me things about this world, and we finally get the most, in my opinion iconic weapon or armor that the characters use in the game like the uh i forget what they thing, call it. the two like daggers that like burn up kind no, of thing. no i'm talking about the uh the arm grappling hook thing ah, oh, okay yes the slinger yep barely use they it put, they put one of those together i know yeah <laughs> it's uh normally used for launching projectiles um and even um you know, uh, mounting the monster, which something that I don't even think I saw them jump on top of the monster and, and wail on it. That's she did. She uh, in the Diablos fight, she did it once. She jumped she onto once. its back to put the sword and kill it. To find ah, that's yeah. right. That was the killing blow. Yeah, but other than that, that didn't really happen. At yeah, all. during a uh, an actual Monster Hunter fight, um, because oh, I play where a, the... you know, like an aerial character, I'm always jumping up trying to get mounts. Because then you can knock it over and you can have your whole team just wail on it. Shut up with your logic. <laughs> Wish they did not do they did not do that weapon any justice at all. Nope. <laughs> nope. See, this is the thing too. So they finally decided to devise a plan to fight the Diablos by creating a trap. Okay, that is how the game is. You set up traps and stuff. Yep. And Mila gets one day of training to be a monster hunter. Could have been a week. We don't know. We don't know. You're Kinda right. Like a month. <laughs> and she's better at fighting the monster than the actual fucking monster hunter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say this about that that guy. He he 
shouldn't be thought of as anything other than like an NPC in the game. Yeah, he's that guy he's at the beginning of Hunter, not, Monster Hunter World, right? Basically, he's not a monster hunter. He's a friggin' NPC. He's like the guy okay. that's like, would you like to customize the look of your character? <laughs> just like, Here's how to change the hair. Click here to change the nose size. Would you like to change your gender? Thanks, Tony Ja. And, and that's probably why they all had like the weakest weapons and barely mm. any skill. They did look like the NPC characters, though. Even like one with the faux hawk that they had that's in the game yep. that talks to you all the time like your best friends. And you're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and, and they were trying to put Mila. Well, I, I want to say they want they're trying to put her in the place of the player, but they're not because what they're doing is something totally different. This just. Yeah. Yeah, they're just putting no, her in the role of the Capcom lead character with That's Mila Jovovich. Yeah, in it. <laughs> exactly, and that's what they did with the Resident Evil movies. But people ate that shit up. I, uh-huh. I don't see it. Like Josh liked the first one. Me, not as much. But well, I have good taste. So <laughs> telling yourself that, buddy. No, I think what I, I like appreciate about Resident Evil was they did a lot of practical effects, and you can see that because the CGI is just not there at that point. But, like, the zombie dogs, those look fucking toy, dude. Super good. Anyway, talking about a better movie, I'm going to take a drink. It, it was a better movie. Even though I didn't like it, that was a better movie. Yeah. So where are we at? We're at the point where they're doing their training montage. Uh, that song, You're the Best Around, No One's Ever Gonna Keep You Down, should be playing in the background. Um Jokes about how she doesn't understand how the weapons work, and Tony Jaw's like, ha ha ha, in foreign language. And then. Oh! They fight Diablos. But before they fight Diablos and they get the poison, I did want to say how every night we saw a slew of spiders crawling out of those rock formations every night. And then when they go to get the poison, and she sings that army song that oh they added. Oh my god, the. <laughs> and only one spider comes out yeah you know because of the plot and the plot armor she has that was embarrassing who let her sing that song oh my god they're trying to appeal to the uh, the veteran community that likes (laughs) monster hunter I guess it's a a niche group (laughs) a couple of those people Military people, they love monster hunters, so they, they'll yeah. get it. If, if it's anything that retired American military guys like, it is uh, Japanese video games about. Yeah, it's not Call of Duty or like any of those games. <laughs> it's fantasy fucking it's, yeah, it's fantasy Japanese action <laughs> games. Because you know, as soon as they get home, the first thing they can relate to is fighting a bunch of monsters in in the woods. Oh god. Because they're fighting the monsters inside of themselves. Andrew. So you're saying it's oh a it's god. a it's it's a hot take on uh PTSD. It's all a metaphor. Yeah, this is actually yeah. a really deep movie with like a crazy <laughs> like you wouldn't get it, dude. Unless you were went to Iraq a couple of times, you kind of wouldn't get it. Me, I also don't get it. The movie just ends with like Mila on top of a bus, like stabbing it in the in the roof, being like, "It's a monster!" <laughs> oh, that actually that would have been amazing. <laughs> the whole thing was in her head. 
and all the monsters are just like vehicles in modern world and she's like stabbing cars like this is a rathalos lady get the fuck down i wish this movie was all in my head honestly to tell you the fucking truth so we're getting close to the end so after really <laughs> which is funny because it feels like not really if you really want to just zoom to the end we can but we're not really that close to the end no well they, they do defeat... fight diablos yeah okay they, they, they defeat diablos tony Zhao gets knocked out yeah she drags him into the desert and well after to... she you know for some reason keeps wanting to go back to her man weapons in her world and that she she still doesn't realize they don't fucking work they're not magic which yeah pick up a dagger and not that rocket launcher you stupid bitch (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense so he he drags she drags him all the way to the middle of the desert yeah the middle well no this is where i feel like we finally looks like monster hunter oh the environment we, finally changes oh yeah, yeah when they get to that like forest grove yeah but before that they had to have the whole i somehow have a military tent and i'm going to take care of you i have medicine now too oh well she <laughs> grabbed all the military yeah. shit out of the yeah, yeah because when that stuff was burned up like all the bodies were burned and the sand turned to glass <laughs> the tent was completely fine because it was in a <laughs> you know a burn resistant burlap sack as I say this, it sounds really fucking dumb. Oh, you you didn't see the tag, Josh? It's like Coleman, Rathalos, yeah, Coleman. resistant. Resistant Coleman. up to 700 degrees Fahrenheit, yes. <laughs> you won't turn to glass. She's like, boy, it is hot in this desert. When I'm thirsty, I reach for an ice cold Coca-Cola. <laughs> With my non-melted chocolate. Hershey's. Doesn't melt when you're fighting monsters. It'd be funny if like the Coca-Cola polar bears were somewhere walking in the background of this desert. And they're just like. Then I would have thought I was watching Lost at that point. I felt lost the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. When we finally see. They get to the. It's called the ancient forest. They get there. Cool. How do you know that? They never sold us that shit. No, well. I know that. Yeah. It's not told to the audience at all. Isn't there a fucking sign? Tony Jack could have said that shit. <laughs> Chocolate land. <laughs> oh, the ancient forest. Getcha. I got you. Uh. The joke where, you know, he eats it all and doesn't understand that there's no more is, oh boy, is funny. <laughs> Especially how that, oh, also the the bait joke. Oh, so Ugh. good. I loved it. <laughs> And, and at this and point in the movie, okay, we've only seen two monsters. This is number three coming up, baby. Okay, three. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they eat grass, so it's not a, really a threat. <laughs> and it's like an hour in. Yeah, but they you know, show a lot of them. So it's catching you up. Who was this movie for? Because clearly... <laughs> uh, people it... in comas. <laughs> 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 Clearly, they weren't catering to the people that are fans of the video game, but then also they weren't informing people that aren't familiar with the video game with enough stuff. Ancient forests, the weapons have magic, and that's why they can actually destroy the monsters where the other thing, like military grade weapons, you know what? I would have wanted, um, as 
uh, well, you know, a lo- someone who loves a series, um, but also would have been good for a newcomer, th- like a little segment, doesn't even have to be long, where they'd be like, so this is the charge blade, you know. It changes from a sword and shield to a giant axe. You've got to charge it up, and then you unleash a powerful attack. They had opportunities to do stuff like that, but instead they just showed them being like uh, used and very briefly. Ron Perlman's character could have been that character. He was yeah. starting to explain some stuff to Mila Jovovich's character. He could, she could have said, why didn't any of our weapons do anything? And she said he could have just immediately explained it, but they didn't. Well, because they had 20 minutes left in the fucking movie. And because we had to have that joke where the fucking cat chef brought him a beer with cat hair in it. And he's like, are you drinking out of my mug? And she's like, meow. (laughs) That's better. That's better than exposition. Let's get to the part where we have the return of Ron Perlman. Uh So... They the you know they do they bring back the bait joke because some creature I guess this counts as a monster hops out of the sand and dies immediately, mm-hmm. um, and then the Rathalos comes and decides to be a dick and just set all these other monsters on fire and Ron Perlman comes and saves the day I'm like of course here he is and him and Mila are just actually just spinning around in circles dancing like fire dancers. Yeah. And, imagine, uh, imagine that shot. Getting that shot, it's literally them just spinning, with like maybe, like a what, like a torch in their hands in real life, and just like, yo, this really looks good. We're gonna put cosplay. a bunch of monsters running around you. We're gonna get an aerial <laughs> shot with a drone. It's gonna be sweet, man. <laughs> Keep spinning, spin quicker. You spin clockwise. You counterclockwise. Nice. We're getting an Oscar. And. And I was waiting for him to speak the language, and I'm just like, is he going to do it? Because he doesn't even seem like he wants to be in this movie. And then she's like, thank you. Thank me later. Punches her in the head. (laughs) It'd be funny if there was a subtitle for that that says foreign language spoken, even though it's just English. (laughs) (laughs) Then he's like, oh, my people have researched it for years. In the game, there's researchers who keep, like, tallies on everything oh, yeah. you would think these everybody would know how to speak english if english was a known language not just ron perlman being like uh, it was a uh, you know i just like to study other world's languages this is the only one i can speak hey person yes. that doesn't know english go get something for me and then talk back to me in your native language and i'll just talk back to you in english lamest like uh plot device ever <laughs> and again they lock her up and we do this whole uh-huh. fucking dance again, again. and then jo- josh i don't know if he said on the the record or if it was something you said before we recorded how he was like oh now we have subtitles for what these fucking people are saying yeah as soon as ron perlman's character was introduced and he spoke english right at that point is when subtitles kicked in for every person that was not speaking english <laughs> why not the whole fucking movie yeah don't know <laughs> like it's not like i'm still not going to understand they don't understand each other i'm not that stupid i mean i guess i was because i watched this fucking movie <laughs> no that you guys paid for it <laughs> yeah i paid more than i normally paid to rent a movie to watch this dude if i had to pay 30 dollars when this first came out andrew <laughs> this would just be the end of this podcast 
I would never um, forgive you. Oh, I it was refused. funny too. A little quick aside. Uh, I wanted to see this movie was supposed to come out in December of 2020, mm-hmm. but obviously there's uh, coronavirus complications and it ended up getting pushed months out. Uh, so it took a really long time to actually get a hold of this movie and watch it, um, even though it was actually in limited theaters uh, in December. But, but the, I didn't see it. Yeah, for they took they took it out. It was international, but then there was a crazy uh, issue with like oh, an yeah. offensive joke, so they had to take this. it out of the yes. movie. And it's like the dumbest <laughs> schoolyard what a throwaway joke, joke. That is, give me a fucking break. <laughs> Who <laughs> thought that joke, joke would be funny? Oh, yeah. is it is it the something about like oh these knees these are Chinese? Yeah, was, yeah. Was that what? it? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's like something like that. I said in third grade. <laughs> and even then I was like, damn, that was, was not awful. good. <laughs> and I forgot what it was. And I think I just recently watched uh, Iron Man 3. And there's a joke just as bad as that. And that made it in that movie. That's fine. <laughs> cool. Uh so yeah, we're at we're we're getting pretty close to the end of this movie, and Ron Perlman talks to Mila, and is just like, you know, we just locked you up because we we had to make sure that you know you're not trying to fuck shit up in our world. Um, we're trying to get to this spiral that they keep zooming in on this whole fucking movie, which Sky nobody's explained. Sky Tower. No yes. one's explaining why it's acting up. Is that in the game? The Sky Tower. Sky what? Like what is that? No, <laughs> apparently I don't have not. any idea. <laughs> they had to have an explanation for the fucking portals that led to this world being connected to. Oh god. Oh yeah, they had to come up with something. Like oh, it's a tower. It's yeah, lava man. energy and uh, fucking dragons, Fantasy, right? And giant <laughs> giant swords or something. And the Rathalos, for some reason, is obsessed with that tower yeah loves yeah, it he won't he won't let them go through no alone <laughs> so you know they well, they, they have the fight in two places right uh at their like uh camp uh in the forest with mm-hmm. the rathalos yep yeah and then they i think they drive them away uh if i'm correct i think they just drive them away and then they're like, we gotta, we gotta get back to the real world. Yeah. So they and, go. <laughs> oh, and leave the rest of their army behind. Well, they're all yeah. dead. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, there was a bunch of people cheering them and their ship, being like, "Yeah, you go, you go get them. I'm gonna stay here. Fuck you guys. I ain't going to that tower. No way." <laughs> yeah, I love how they were just like, "All right, so you help us kill this thing, and we'll help you get to your world," and then. Two minutes of a fight, and she's like, peace out. I'm jumping off a cliff. Good thing there's a portal. And I'm back, bitches. Oh, but before we get in that, we forgot. We forgot to mention before they left, Mila fucks that cat. Oh, totally and- fucks that cat. <laughs> yeah, because, like, she sees the cat, which we're CGI in the whole fucking movie. Is oh, is yeah. there, like, a cat person thing in the I assume there is. There's stuff me, like that in, like, Final Fantasy. Let me Fantasies. talk about cats really quick. Uh, palicos, as they're known in the game, uh, they are actually uh, an essential companion 
uh, for your hunt. Every monster Big hunter part of the game. has, yeah, they are. They're they're authentically part of uh, the game. Uh, and the chef cat is in the hub world, and he makes you meals before you go out. And so again, nice nod and cool CGI. <laughs> they did. I did like that they did the because Josh in the game that cat cooks you something, and there's a whole scene yeah. with him and a bunch of cats cooking you he stuff. Does. And then he mm-hmm. they show him slowly put like a garnish on top. So that was kind of mm-hmm. nice, but yeah, it was clunky. Uh, that... I don't think that was enough for her to fuck that cat though. <laughs> like, because why did they have that scene? When they're like leaving the next morning, where like the cat does like a smoochy face to her, and she like smiles and like oh starts giggling. It's like, did you Mila Jovovich? You fuck that cat? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so they banged, and then they go to um, the water temple. Oh no, sorry, the <laughs> fire temple. Because uh, Link's in this movie. Um, <laughs> Yeah, great explanation. They're like, yeah, the lava powers the tower, and that's what makes the portals. Okay, Hellboy, thanks. Um, oh, and then we get the scene where the Rathalos finally burns some human, and it's just a guy in a fire retardant suit. Why aren't you Ash, you stupid bitch? I already said this before. <laughs> that pissed me off. They mentioned the fucking sand turning to glass so many times as if that's an indicator that the yeah. flame is going to yes. be so hot. Yeah. And it's And, not. Um, you know, they don't really have fire uh, breath so much as they shoot fire balls in the game. And uh, <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's canon. You know, well, that, that made me... I actually had a question for you, Rich. In the game, I don't recall, and I could be wrong. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Are they weak right before they shoot fire? Is that a thing in the game? I mean, uh, what if if they have like a moment of like you can stun them right as they're charging up or something like that? Well, that's what they were pushing in the movie. The movie they kept saying like like she kept having like I don't know daydreams. No, I think that was a stretch. They're weak before they blow fire. I think that was a stretch. I I can't remember quite because. what it is in the game, it, if you do a certain amount of damage, uh, you know, to a certain part of the monster, you know, you'll you'll proc the stun, and mm-hmm. then they'll get knocked, you know, away a little bit. And you you have you can open these windows based on how efficiently you can do damage, uh, so that you can do more damage. Yeah, very uh, typical for a JRPG type thing or a J- Japanese yeah. action game. Yeah, they do that in Final Fantasy. Yeah. You stagger the enemy then they take, you know, more damage or they're open for, you know, better attacks type thing, so. Right. Uh, I think that that was a stretch in the movie where they're just like, they're weak when they do this. Uh, there might be other examples of that, but that's not really one of them. Yeah, they just really yeah. wanted to set up the resolution when, you know, later where she hits it in the mouth right before it like it because it's like i gotta breathe in a lot before i shoot Mm -hmm. you you better take your shot bitch because this is the end of the movie you're gonna shoot me you're gonna do it oh thank you good (laughs) yeah so so josh mentioned it already and like briefly and this is like i was kind of like hoping the movie was over but then i'm like if they end it like this this is garbage which they in a way did mila gets dropped into our world where the 
okay. love that song. Where um, the military's just waiting for her. Yeah, you and know. Then, like, the desert spot. military. <laughs> and they're like, where's your team? And she's like, oh, my team? And then I don't understand how these fucking portals work. They say they're random, but it seems like they can be used the way that they want to use them. So the Rathodos comes to our world, which if they kind of ended it that way, I would have been like, oh, this is a so Resident Evil ending. And I guess I get it. But the the Rathodos, again, slow motion being tossed around in a vehicle as the airplane gets ripped in half and the Rathodos kills everybody except Mila. Except Mila Jovovich, yeah. (laughs) you're so close to the ending andrew just keep going dude we're literally (laughs) we're like minutes away because we gotta talk about this stupid ending right oh and the epic mid mid credit scene (laughs) oh yeah so when you think everything's like everything's all like hell's broken loose there's no way mila can destroy this thing she figures out that like i'm gonna take these shells of I don't know some powerful weapon, With and I'm flare. gonna heat them up in my hand. Yeah. And I've seen that movie Jaws, and since this guy's got like fire inside of him, he's got he, you know he'll probably get some explosive going. Smile, on. you son of a bitch. <laughs> she even like it, it. It was like the same line from Jaws. Like, she should have yeah. just said "game over." That would have just been so fucking typical. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> that would have been so bad. It would be good. And then, like, you know, the monster fakes dead for, like, two seconds. And then, like, it's all of a sudden, like, even though I looked completely dead, I'm completely okay. And uh, then the monster hunter people come into the real world because apparently they can just figure out portals in a way. And they kill them with their mystic mystical weapons, which we don't know because I was like... I just saw like a helicopter shoot missiles at this fucking thing and it did nothing. And then this guy with a bow and arrow with some sort of explosive made with a stick kills this thing. So his explosives kill the stuff, but a fucking rocket launcher does fuck all. It's got no juju. Oh, the magic of the monster hunter magic. (laughs) You you must use boom boom stick. I'm sh- why didn't he he should have said that we gotta use the boom boom stick <laughs> no metal must be rock in stick okay so now they kill the fucking Rathaldos and then Ron Perlman's like oh I guess these things are just gonna keep coming to your planet and now we gotta I gotta I gotta make sure they don't do that fella and then it ends on basically like we're setting up a sequel or it was almost it almost felt like the age of ultron ending where it's like cap and he's like avengers and then like (laughs) it just ends like mid word (laughs) like it's like they're like we're gonna fight this thing and they all have like one of them has like different weapons like where was that fucking lance weapon the whole movie oh yeah that's when they introduce rich's favorite weapon what's it called uh, oh the glaive yeah 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 yeah, that was cool. Without a without an insect, by the way. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see more of that. Uh, well, the they didn't fuck? have it in the budget. And and Ron Perlman had like what was it? The switch axe? Is that what he had? Or what? He what, had a what switch axe. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
And you saw him with a sword, and then you saw him with an axe, but they never showed the transition of it switching the the weapon. And the flame effect looked, like, weak. It was, like, cool flames, like... Yeah, and it fighting a, a literally fire ends dragon with it, it ends on them fighting. Was that a different? It wasn't another Rathal dose, right? No, that's right. So, uh, what shows up at the end is a Gormagala, which Gormagala. is this oh. elder dragon. Yeah, because it looked a little yeah. different than the other one. Looked a little bit more. Because I was gonna say, I, I know the Rathalos travel in two, right? Usually, there's a female one and a male one, right? <laughs> So you have the Rathalos, which is the male, uh, you know, starter dragon. And then you have the Rathian, which is the female counterpart. Yeah. That's what I thought that uh, was. But, and I'm like, that looks nothing like it. But no, nope, nope, they just they never introduced a completely the, different. They never showed the Rathian, which I thought would have been cool if they actually showed the pairing of the two in the male and the female dragon. Yeah. That was a missed opportunity. Uh, and then they come out of nowhere with the at the end with the with the Gormagala, and I'm, I'm getting all hyped up for this like fight scene, which I'm like, okay, finally. And then what do they do? <laughs> credits. Yeah. And then like mid credits. Here's how the mid credits could have been good. Show that giant <laughs> dragon thing over a city. The same I know, same length, right? ten seconds or less. But right. what do they show us, Andrew? They just show the cat sitting on the top of the tower and going, wow, as, <laughs> as they're fighting this thing that they left us on a cliffhanger to fight. But we see the fight a little bit and then just a hooded figure just sitting there and just being like, Mm-mm. since this was PG-13, I'm assuming they should have given the F- one F-bomb to that cat and it should have said, now, motherfucker. <laughs> and then it ends. Meow. And it'd be Samuel L. Jackson. I was just going to say that. <laughs> And it's Samuel L. Jackson's voice. Meow, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and so it ends. Oh, my God. So, Monster Hunter, initial release December 3rd in Germany. But then we had that, you know. That whoopsie. I should have done, done this at the beginning. But directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, which I could totally tell he's the king of trying to set things up for trilogies with Mila, and that's what mm-hmm. I think they were totally setting up with this. Box office, not fucking surprised, $31 million with a budget of $60 million. Mm. But some people may blame that on COVID. No yeah. Rich, do you think if there wasn't COVID, this would at least have made its money back? Um, I'm trying to remember the uh, the trailers, which they basically showed most of the interesting parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. The beginning I, I of the think, movie. Um, yeah. Look, so you had the the theaters not being very accessible. You also had the delay, which probably killed a lot of people's interest in it. If it had a better launch, it might have it might have evened out. I don't know. Maybe made a little profit. Um, it's kind of tough to say. Yeah, it probably would have made it to not at least. It probably would have at least gotten the money back, I think. In this day and yeah. age, like video game movies, they don't they don't do as bad as they used to do. Um, mm-hmm. but honestly, I would have rather have gotten COVID than see this movie. So <laughs> <laughs> shit, Josh. And by that I mean not make it. <laughs> well, I did re- read that a lot of people were fucking pissed because um the pre order you can spend $30 on it, but then yeah. you still had to wait to get the movie, and you didn't well, own it. It was a and, rental. Um, they didn't even uh, post the date for months. You could order it, 
I think. And then it was just like available question mark. <laughs> okay. Because uh, I remember when we accidentally watched that other one, you were like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just get it. And then it was like pre order. You're like, too. pre order? You're yeah, like, okay, what? then when can <laughs> we watch out. it? Uh, yeah, they really kind of shot themselves in the foot with the release of this. Um, with all of the things going on, you would have think they would have tried for a more stable launch, but. I think they shot themselves in the foot by making this movie, just yeah, well, in general. That- I thought it was going to be on HBO Max the fact that it wasn't immediately available on streaming was a mistake yeah I can watch Tom and Jerry but I have to for free but I gotta pay for this fucking pile of shit yeah I mean they they dangled it in front of me for so long which I'm like okay well I mean I know I gotta see it the fact that I'm having to wait kind of sucks Yeah, that was a little ridiculous. It's yeah. This movie, this movie was abomination, and we'll get further into it where uh, Josh. Let's get to our scores. Let's get to the scores. Boy, okay. Um, so we're gonna start first off with our cheesy movie factor score, one out of ten. Uh, so just for some clarity on this, we're looking for um, rating this based on how many cheesy movie tropes this movie does. Um, I'll just start. I'll say that I gave this like a five out of ten for how cheesy it was. Mostly the the whole thing of like, oh, the two characters don't understand each other, but well, they're still the wacky odd couple. Ha ha ha. They're learning. They're learning each other's cultures. Fuck you. Um, and then the big thing that pissed me off is the third act is when we get the subtitles. Thanks. That Yeah, fuck that. Andrew, you want to go next? Uh, so what'd you give the score? I gave it a five out of ten. So because I, I, I do feel like it got some of the stuff right. Because what Rich said, like, the name's right, the aesthetic of the monster's right, you know, maybe not the quantity of some of them. Like you said, the spiders aren't usually, like, j- small, and there's usually just, like, one giant one. But, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually going to give this, like, a three on the cheesiness, because I like to look at it, like, as, like, ah, uh, like... All right, you know what, I'm going to back up, because of five, because there was a lot of cheesy things, like... I thought the characters that were like the NPC characters looked like the characters, but they couldn't rugged them up a little bit. They couldn't make them actually look a little bit more realistic. Like, I felt like, you know, they looked more like cosplay people, which I guess maybe is a look you're going for. But the reason I like some of the Marvel movies a lot is because they took the actual suits and they definitely fixed Captain America because poof the beginning Captain America suit, but they made them more like realistic of like what I'd want to expect in the real world. They're not going to look like these cheesy, goofy motherfuckers. Such high quality costumes that you get past that barrier of silly looking. Yeah, exactly. Which you know is possible. It is. 
And then this movie with a sixty million dollar budget, they couldn't fucking do it. But I guess that went all into the the CGI, which it went to Ron Perlman's pocket. It went to Ti's pocket. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. Like and and you know the the like the five I guess the cheesiness of the CGI like some of the monsters look good but the palicos are like a huge part of the game and they only yeah. had enough to put one in there which and looked, looked bad he looked like he was Just dying yeah so I'm gonna give it a five oh okay what about Rich. you Rich I think I'm going to have to agree uh, on the cheesiness scale. I'm giving it a solid five. You have stuff in here, heavy product placement, uh, long build-up montages, the useless language barrier, uh, the whole unlikely pairing of the two characters, uh, you know, and their fast friends. And um, I don't know, the fantasy tropes just got taken to uh, not where I had hoped them to go to. So I give it a five. Yeah, I think we're all... Dead nuts accurate. <laughs> yeah. Dead nuts. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next score we have is <laughs> Jesus Christ. How good of a movie is this on a score of one to ten? And Andrew, I want to start with you. I'm giving this a fucking zero. Fuck this movie. I was bored. I wanted it to end. I thought I was happy that it was an hour and 30 minutes, but then really I wish it was only 30 minutes because this movie was just sand and sitting and arguing with each other. Here's the thing, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I don't think you gave Postal a zero. So is this movie not better than Postal? Well, you know what, though? If we were to revisit that movie, I I would give it a zero. I was young. I was naive. You go negative too. <laughs> I was still learning. Honestly, that movie, this movie was better. It still gets a zero. Yeah. And I'm gonna retract whatever score I fucking gave that movie, and I'm giving that a negative fifty because that movie yeah, was fucking go. garbage. Postal had a 9/11 joke, and you think this movie is worse? <laughs> this movie no, no, was no, basically no. the I equivalent s- of 9/11. <laughs> is that what you're saying, Andrew? No. <laughs> I said it retracted. It's a national my, tragedy. <laughs> I retracted my uh, postal thing. Okay, that was in the past, man. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna fine, fine. You know what? If it makes you feel better, Josh, I'll give this a one. I don't you remember know what, what Andrew? I gave postal. Never forget. <laughs> this gets a one, buddy. Both. Because this, <laughs> it's like I said, didn't grab my attention. Um, I played the game. It made me forget this was Monster Hunter. They just spent the time in a cave arguing with each other for the entire fucking movie. And then when it actually felt like a Monster Hunter movie, there was 20 minutes left in the movie. Yeah, it was the end. Exactly. Exactly. When they get to the forest, there's like 25 minutes of the movie left. And that's where we start getting multiple people attacking large monsters, which is what I know about Monster Hunter, even though I don't know much. Yep. So, uh, Rich, what what do you give this one? Okay, um, <clears throat> based on everything I've talked about and my experience with the game and uh, disappointing viewing of this movie, I would give it a two. Uh, I give it points for its authentic uh, aesthetics and visuals. Uh, few of them, though, there were. Uh, but unfortunately, the movie suffered from extreme pacing issues. 
the authenticity only was in, yeah, like I said, extremely short amounts. Um, not, not only that, but there's just, there were so few monsters. There were so few uh, weapons and weapon explanations and uh, cool, you know, things involving them. And I think the biggest glaring flaw with this movie was that the focus was all on Mila getting back to the real world. And that's not interesting. Uh, there was a complete lack of world building with the Monster Hunter world, which is what I was there for. Yeah. Okay. If it's just about escaping it the whole time, you've lost me. Yeah. And so I got to say, it's just a two. Yeah, I'm and, pretty close. And maybe if they, if they gave us like a reason why she wanted to go back home so bad, like they kept focusing on that ring for I mean, only right? the first half of the movie and then like never pays off. Why? Who, who is, whose ring is that? Her husband? Like, what is it? Like, who does she it's have to go back characterization to? characterization for her. And I don't care about her anything. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, and she can't sing. <laughs> she, fucking, she fucking can't sing. <laughs> What that song that talks about how terrible the army is? <laughs> what that song hey Mila, was? can you just do this in a super low baritone? Like it's like this, you know, army song. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna sing it for us, Rich. Come on. No, no. Yeah, I'm no. in the army. They pay us a shit. <laughs> That's like awesome. the song was. Awesome. So, so you know, Josh, what was your, what was your score for this? Wow, I feel like I scored this high. I gave it a three. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's giving it a zero and a two. Um, my I reasoning it to one. No, well, yeah, okay, you're right. My reasoning was I did like some of the cinematic shots that they got. I thought that that was yeah. I thought it was good. Um, I don't think it was utilized as much as they could have. Um, I do think some of the monsters look pretty cool. Um, I don't understand how they couldn't have gotten that cat character right when everything else looked okay. Um, I gave it a point for that really cool part where T.I. exploded in spiders. That was pretty <laughs> fucking gross and pretty fucking cool. Um, but really, everything else in this movie was so predictable. I'm like, okay, here's all the cannon fodder characters who are going to die immediately. Oh, yeah. Mila Jovovich was killed by that spider. Yeah, guess again, immediately alive. Oh, Tony Jai's kidnaps her and they fight. And then she escapes or no, he they fall down a fucking mountainside and he falls into the spider pit. Why did she save him? They were just fighting. And, and just everything, just everything was so fucking predictable. And um a movie shouldn't be predictable when I don't know much about the source material. So, I gave it a three. I don't think I would ever watch it again. It's not one of those where I'm like, let's have a couple drinks and laugh at this bad movie. I'd watch anything else. <laughs> I, None of the jokes I, were I, funny. Did any of you laugh at any of the jokes that were in this movie? No, I just got angry. <laughs> Bait. <laughs> Bait. <Yeah. laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> right <laughs> chocolate oh boy okay so the, here we go the big one the, the big the big boy uh how comparable is this game oh i'm sorry how comparable is this movie to the game on a scale of 110 so um 
I gave this a four out of ten um, because I, I I mean I pointed out I don't think there's anything about traveling through fucking portals in this in that game which I I doubt there is you're just in that world and you fight monsters but it had giant monsters giant swords actually you know what I'll give it a three. <laughs> I was like, I can't even come up with four positive things to say that make it comparable to the game. So yeah, that's just a three. That might even be a little bit of like a an over. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll stick. No, to, I'll I, stick to honestly, three. I'll stick to thank three. you. Um. Well, actually, I'm very interested, Rich. I'm gonna go after you, like. What you, since you're very, this is like a game that is very held close to your heart. I'm very interested yeah. to hear on this score what you're gonna give it. Well, I'll tell you what they got right, and and maybe they shouldn't have gotten this right. Mila Jovovich, um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the 50 minutes uh, spent on a single fight. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> that that whole setup with the Diablos. Man, like, okay, so if, if you were to solo play this game and you're facing, facing high rank monsters, it's actually probably going to take a really, really long time. Not, it's not, uh, it doesn't transpose into a movie, though. <laughs> um, so, like, you fight that, that one monster in an entire fucking movie. So, I, I felt like I was sitting through an extremely long fight that I was just waiting for it to be over. <laughs> yeah. So, um uh furthermore um i felt like it detracted from the game because i didn't get to actually see any badass hunters or teams of hunters i saw a bunch of npcs running around speaking a weird language with cameos by ron perlman and i'm like what the hell am he's I playing himself doing? for fuck's sake i know <laughs> um you know uh but but the um the feel of a Rathalos being there, the feel of a black Diablos being there, of the Gormagala, of the of the uh what do they call him? The uh, the chef cat, the the Meowster chef. Palico. It's it's slightly immersive, and I do give it points for that, but unfortunately, not enough. Those are half points and you're giving. <laughs> I think it suffers from the uh the sequel setup syndrome. That's yeah, big time. So, so, yeah, if I was to uh, score this, I think I would probably land four, maybe five. And, and, you know, I think they I think they were holding back on purpose because they didn't want to give everything away in the first movie, which really pisses me off. I feel like you're being very generous, but you know what you're talking about, so. Okay, Andrew, are you going to hold it to that high of a regard as well? <clears throat> We're First, literally only a five. <laughs> that that uh, the biggest thing that I notice about you know I'm I'm tr- I'm getting used to playing multiplayers. You know I'm I'm a shy online type of guy. Like when it comes to video games, I'm always like afraid to play with strangers. When I first found out you know among us that people can like chat to you i was like i don't like that but then i enjoy the game so playing this game by myself you realize more it's a team-based game that is the main 
thing of the game. You get a bunch of your friends together and you fight these gigantic monsters. You can they make they do make the bosses a little I think they lower the difficulty if you're by yourself. Yes, they scale them down. But it's still not easy. It's still it's a not pain in the fucking to be a solo ass. game. Really. And and the fact that Mila was like the only one really holding it against these monsters and we didn't see that team building you know we saw a whole fucking slew of hunters at the end of the movie and it's just Mm -hmm. the fact that this was just like two people with a cgi background from most of the movie kind of took it out for me and the fact that they they scratched i think 10 percent of the game it really didn't feel like a monster hunter game it felt like a different um, monster hunter game of monster hunter movie the way that the movie set up it feels like you were dropped in the middle of a movie and monster hunter was just there to visit so i'm gonna score as close to josh i'm gonna give this a three point mila fuck that cat yeah <laughs> this could have been like cloverfield three you know with just like a giant monster it, it, yeah. and- but like, hey, what's with the primitive weapons? Yeah, go fuck yourself. I'm not going to explain it. Uh, it could have been, it didn't have to be Monster Hunter. Could have just been Kaiju the movie. But like, not good like Kaiju. Jumanji. Yeah, they Jumanji three. They fell into a video game. I don't know. I felt like the portal shit was not needed. I, Why? I feel like Mila should have just left the real world behind. And if she got uh, super into being into the new one, and it was rising up the ranks to be like a badass hunter and then all of a sudden we're synergizing with the group and like whooping ass that's what i would have wanted to see i i think they i think they should have done something like that rich but they should have scratched mila i think they should have gotten a young actress a young badass actress and had this a coming to age story about a girl in her clan and learning from her father about monster hunting and that's how yes. we introduce the world and like that would have been cool she stops like a badass monster the 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 game is filled with monsters and we yeah. only got like five or six like i remember playing the game feeling overwhelmed immediately because as soon as you enter the game there's like five different monsters in one area around you should pitch that as an anime because that'd be a better medium for it anyways and uh just do that that sounds even better yeah series is the way to go with any of these things series movies this could have been a good netflix series without mila jovovich and like you said like focusing more on becoming a monster hunter focusing more on expanding the monsters and like Rich said, this movie suffered heavily from trying to set up a sequel. And it was very evident. Yeah. And enough of this our world shit. This was my problem with the Sonic movie. Like, let's leave our world behind. We don't need the emerging of fucking worlds. Like, it's already been it's done. It's just not interesting. No. I don't get it. Like, we watch watch this shit to escape our reality. It is a fantasy. It has doesn't have to have anything to do with the with the modern society. Leave it behind. Unless you need to do product placement. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and that fucking chocolate. Well, anyway, that wraps up our episode. Uh, Rich, thank you so much for being a guest. Uh, 
Thank you. Guys. Is there anything you'd like to plug before we let you go? Yeah, come check out uh, Nerd Entertainment Hub, nerdentertainhub.com. We just released our Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one review on our Nevengers series. Nice. And we'd love if you check that out. Awesome. And now where can people check you out, Rich? Facebook.com uh, slash Nerdy Hub, Instagram at Nerdy Hub 1, and basically Nerdy Hub on all the other platforms. Sweet. And I don't know if I should be saying anything yet. I'm not going to do a full promotion or going to say anything exactly what it is. But let's just say, listeners, Rich and I got something in the works and might be out. Something something big. Get excited. (laughs) 10 billion percent. (laughs) And certain listeners of a certain fandom, if they hear that, that will be a good hint for you what we're going to get into. But anyway, if you listen to this episode and you were unable to give a comment on our Facebook about this movie or video game, um, you can always email us at 8bitmoviereview at gmail.com. That's the number, 8bitmoviereview at gmail.com. And you can also message us on any of our comments or anything on Facebook. And we'll usually, if we like it, we'll say it in the episode. Also, if you want to listen to any of our backlog of episodes or video game uh, related to movie reviews or video game reviews, you can go to our website at 8bitpod.com. That's the number, 8bitpod.com. And also, and I've been trying to get better about it, as we mentioned, I have a sweet new computer, so I've been streaming a little bit more. And if you'd like to find my streams, you can... Go to twitch.tv slash 8bitgons. And you can also check me out. Uh, I also try to do weekly streams. Just finish up my Resident Evil 4 HD uh, uh, playthrough. And not sure what I'm going to play next. Might do hard mode God of War 2018 run. Might do grounded difficulty Last of Us 2 uh, playthrough. I'm not sure. Probably not that one. I already played that game for like 170 hours. I think I don't need to play it again. So probably God of War. Yeah, I think that might be it. I would love to play that game again. Now, Josh, I'm pretty sure you don't know, but they do say to get things done, it takes a village. Now, our next episode is kind of that format, except with animals. And they cross stuff. And they cross them. Next week, we'll be watching... Animal Crossing, the animated movie, with special guest, Dobitsu no Mori, my girlfriend cat. Nice. So this has been Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Eddington. And we'll see you next week. We hope you enjoyed the cover of Monster Hunter Rise Mizutsun Battle Theme, covered by Kopi Co-Star, which is the song that's playing in the background. <laughs>